Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, let's bring in Tom Murphy, whose uh, alma mater is, uh, Tom, quite respectable, turns out, in uh, baseball this year so far. They're pretty solid. Uh, I love your rationale for wh- for why uh, you, uh, Tulane went up there and whipped, whipped uh, Southeastern, man. It was traveling on Fat Tuesday. That's funny. It could be the fact that I have, I have a special place in my heart, stomach, and liver for New Orleans, and so I don't want to ever leave there, and I can't imagine living there and having to leave there like during one of the best days of the year to go play baseball <laughs> up in – and no, no offense. I mean, for a small town, Hammond's not bad. I mean, it's not the worst small town in Louisiana, but I don't want to leave New Orleans on Fat Tuesday ever. So, anyway. No, uh, I, love, we had... I, love, I love Cajun food, and um... – Unlike Eli Apple, I, I adore Cajun food, and I will eat it anytime. I just don't want to live yeah. down there. I like to visit. Yeah. Well, as an Atlanta guy, I wouldn't expect you to want to live there. But I, on the other hand, I don't know if I would retire there. I need to be on a beach somewhere, but I would definitely spend a lot of time there in my retirement, I hope. Anyway, uh, we had Connor Nolan on this last week, and I asked him straight up, "Is that was that your best performance as a Razorback? And he said no. He felt like there were a couple of SEC games where he had a more – I don't know, impactful performance. But 10 strikeouts, I'm hoping that's a sign of things to come. Admittedly, it was against an Indiana team that's not top of the heap right now, but that was obviously a good outing, and uh, it was nice to get a win for him last weekend in that three-game set down in Round Rock. Yeah, it was was a very nice outing. And, um, look, when you're in command of your your fastball and you get 10 strikeouts, you get guys chasing, um, that's a big deal for you. particularly with all he has been through. So he, he could be rounding into form to be your Friday night ace. Um, and then Hagen Smith, we expect, will hopefully will bounce back and look the way he did in the opener because he was dominant against a good hitting team against Illinois, Illinois State in that game. So uh, I, think, I think there's a lot of uh, turns and twists left for this team, you know, to see if they can hit for a better average, to see if they can hit better in the specialty situations like runners in scoring position, bases loaded, et cetera, where they, they really struggle. Um, but I, I think the pitching part of it is going to wind up being okay um, and maybe even good because even beyond the three starters right now, I think there are several other guys who could go into the rotation if they needed. Now, Mark Adamiak did not have a great performance on Wednesday, but um, if he can control his stuff a little better, he's got the, you know, the velo to to be a, a difference-making type pitcher. So it's just going to be fun because just like Derek Muslin basketball team, this is a veteran, professional coaching staff that knows how to coach, knows how to go through the analytics and, 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 and teach and improve. And I think the same thing is going to happen in basketball, uh, in baseball that did in basketball. Tom, do you think the uh... – bats that we saw earlier this week will show up this weekend do you think that was kind of breaking of the ice and now they're ready to go i think it took a load of pressure off of them and i don't know if they're going to erupt and you know have seven run innings and all against southeastern uh, but i do think that they're probably going to improve themselves into a, maybe more of a uh, what you could expect type performances you know get, get at least seven or eight hits close per game um, and just score more runs. And, and the thing is, if they had been delivering in in some of the runners on second and then just moving runners 
they would have scored more runs in the first six games, but they just didn't do it. I mean, they had the bases loaded with no outs in the ninth inning against Stanford for, for crying out loud and didn't score. So I, I think just um, the fact that the pressure's off now, maybe some guys will start relaxing because what they saw in fall out of Peyton Stovall and Jace Borfin and Braden Webb was a much better hitter than we've seen so far. So I, I just think that they'll round into a better shape and, you know, they might not be a team that can hit 290 or 300 this year, but I do think they're going to be a lot better at scoring runs. Yeah, I just seem to notice once they, they, they got that big inning, the whole dugout changed. And then they, they just came to the plate a little different. Uh, it, they just they were swinging the bat. They were more aggressive. Uh, they, they were attacking. I just saw a different team once they finally broke through, and i got to think it carries over. Now, I agree with you. And there's a bunch of guys, I mean, Brady Slavens is a, is a really solid power hitter and who batted who bat cleanup a lot last year. He's been in the sixth hole routinely because you guys got guys like Lanzilli and Webb and some others that just tore it up in fall, and they just haven't done it yet. I mean, Lanzilli's hit okay. Uh, but when you've got Battles and Turner and guys like that and Gregory at the bottom of your order, then you know it, it can be a very quality order. Shift over to basketball. Tom Murphy, join us from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, Whole Hog Sports. Are you in favor or are you going down to Knoxville this weekend? Oh, man, uh, I'll be covering the baseball games and then assisting okay. with a, a notebook on, on that basketball. If, if I can break away for long enough, I think it's going to be a tremendous game. These these four teams have really separated. When you look at the consistency they've shown, and compare, compare it to, say, Florida and Bama, who were kind of the next teams, I mean, Bama lost at home to Texas A&M. So these four have separated themselves. They're the best teams, and I expect a, a great showdown against the ball. What's the talk? And I, I know Eric Musselman was beating that NET drum the other day, Tom, pretty hard. But, uh, I mean, the common theme around here is that if Arkansas beats Tennessee, and maybe even if they go one and done in the conference tournament, that they could get on that three line in the NCAA tournament. Have you talked to people about that, or do you share that opinion at least? Well, um, I think so. Joe Lenardi had them on the night they were beat LSU, had them as a four. And so, yeah, if they beat if they beat Tennessee and win a game or two in the tournament, I don't see why they wouldn't be on the three line. Now, it does depend on what the teams ahead of them do, but I think right now Tennessee is considered ahead of them. And if they sweep those guys and beat them at their place, they should be ahead of them not only in the net but, but in, in the bracket. So, uh, we shall see. I get more of a feel that they're going to wind up at four or five. Just, just gut feeling this year. Hmm. Tom, what does the SEC tournament mean for Arkansas? Um, I, I don't think they can fall from the sideline, guys. I, I mean, I think they could go one and out in the SEC tournament, and they don't, they don't fall from that. But you do want to feel like you're playing well. And y'all, LSU took it to them in the start of the second half. And the way they offensive rebounded, LSU came to win the game. They had a good game plan where they were doubling up on Note, not letting him get to the basket, and made other guys beat them. And so Stanley Amude and Tony and Williams, those other guys, they did beat LSU. But it took a massive effort. It took a really strong free-throw shooting effort. And there were times when LSU just just pounded the glass three or four times until they got a bucket. Um, and, you know – the game could have been won by Eric Gaines when he rebounded the ill-advised 
Xavier Pinson three-point shot with 10 seconds left, whatever's left in the game. Mm-hmm. If he'd held on to the ball, I think he had 16 seconds left when he rebounded. If he'd held on to the ball, if he passed it out, the odds for LSU to win the game go up dramatically. And he took a shot. And so it just wasn't very smart. But our, the, the fact that Arkansas withstood all that and has won another game that just went down the wire, I, I, I really applaud the mental makeup and the toughness. And there's no other guy on the team I wanted to see at the free throw line than Note to have to make two to take the lead, and he made them both. Mm. I will tell you this, Tom, Arkansas is not going to surpass Tennessee in the NAT, even if they beat them by 50 at Tennessee tomorrow. Uh, Tennessee's eighth now in the NAT. Arkansas is sitting at 22. And Arkansas, what's frustrating and annoying to people is Arkansas will be 25-6 and six if they win tomorrow. Tennessee will be 22-8. and eight. And even though they've been undefeated this year at home, it would be their first home loss. And Arkansas, even if they beat them by a ton, I don't think there's any possible scenario where they could move up that much. But if you're seeding teams in the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. and you don't put Arkansas ahead of Tennessee, then you're an idiot. I'm sorry. Quad one, Tennessee six and seven. Arkansas six and four. But yet there's would be seven and four if they win. Yeah. Now I I don't well, know. One of us want to want to bet a whole bunch of money on Arkansas beating Tennessee. But if they do, which is certainly feasible and reasonable, it's because Arkansas has two quad three losses. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's what's penalizing them. Yeah, and that I mean, would be Hofstra and – go ahead, Tom. Well, it's all those the data gets fed into a computer, and Eric Musselman can bang his head against the wall all he wants, but the computer doesn't change what it spits out. And you're right. It's the quad three losses and then, you know, and Tennessee playing a harder strength of schedule. And so it is, you're right. It isn't going to change. But if they win, they will be seated high in Tennessee. And that's really all that matters. Was SEC the uh, Vanderbilt loss a quad three? Because they were it was a home game against the Vanderbilt team that was struggling at that point. They've, they're fourteen and fifteen. Where now. are they now? I think Va- they they slipped past that seventy five line. Yeah, they're seventy eight. Yeah, that's that cost Arkansas when they lost to Florida the other night, and they were or who was it Vanderbilt? I can't remember. James are running ahead. Tom, I want to no ask doubt. you mental makeup. You said something about Arkansas's mental makeup. I'm a little worried about what's left in the tank. For this last game, all the you know the emotional roller coaster, all these tough wins, you know, what do you, do you are you concerned at all about you know just running out of gas here at the end of the season before the SEC? I think they'll get rejuvenated in between the SEC tournament, the NCAA tournament, but are you concerned at all about that? Um, you know, only mildly. I do believe though that Tennessee is. You know, you think LSU was laying for Arkansas the other night, Tennessee feels like they got gypped on all the charge block calls and yeah. their fans are going to be vocal. I mean, they they can put 20,000 plus in the, in the Thompson Bowling Arena and this is a huge game for them. Um, so this is going to be a very difficult atmosphere. This is going to be the toughest one Arkansas faced since, since Bama, obviously, and they're going to have to play, they're going to have to shoot the ball a whole lot better to have any kind of chance. But I wouldn't worry about the, the mental capacity. Even if they lose it, you know, I, I do believe they'll refresh, like you said, and they'll refresh the NCAA. But here's the bottom line for this team. They could play anywhere between three and ten games left this season. And so I believe you yeah. can bring it for ten games. And, and the, look, hey, if you're a Razorback fan, 
you've got to be excited. Your team has a chance. Your team is being talked about as if they get hot, they can win it all. And that's just a, it's an amazing place to be after what, you know, this team, this program has gone through the last two decades. I just found this cool thing online, Tom. It's put out by TeamRankings.com, and it's got each team. You can look at conferences and their likelihood of not only making the tournament, but what their seeding might be. Mm-hmm. Here's Arkansas's odds by seed. One seed's 4.6%. Obviously, a lot of things would have to go right for that to happen. 15% on the two line, 27.8 on the three line. The most likely is the four, according to this. I guess they run a bunch of simulations. 30.7%, and the five is 15.5%. So at Oakland the other day, Tom, it was Arkansas's over-under on seeding was five. So if you bet better than that. There was some money to be made, and Wes and I are both of the opinion that yep. they got a good shot if at a it, four. If it's still five tomorrow or tonight when I get down there, I'll put some money on yeah, it. Yeah, you absolutely should. Call me because I would like to uh, put a small, uh, a small surely chunk that, of that, Surely that's fun. moved now, right? Could have after the LSU game. But on this, I mean, what do you think the line will be tomorrow, Tom? I mean, we don't know yet for sure, but what do you think it will be, four? I mean, Tennessee was a two-point dog at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Should have been four, which yeah. is what I thought. Uh, yep. You said two. I thought it should yep. be yeah, four, four was two. Four sounds about right, man. Four, four five. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, it'll be fun. Uh, Arkansas women about to tip off, too. Love to see uh, those folks make a little run here, even though it sounds like Coach Neighbors is, after yesterday, convinced that they're in. Yep. Wouldn't it be nice if he Arkansas could go 7-9 and nine in men's hoops and get, uh, get in the tournament? Yeah, I mean, it's a, I guess it's a strong 18, conference. But... I mean, they've got one – Big win over LSU, and otherwise, I mean, they, they have not played well down the stretch. I, I'm not as confident as Mike Davis, but it's a strong confidence, a strong conference, and they need to give South Carolina at least a good game, I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Tom, we're going to run. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend and the baseball. And uh, as we told our listeners earlier, a little schedule change with the inclement weather coming on Sunday. Doubleheader tomorrow with the game this afternoon at 3. So, Starting at noon tomorrow with the 11:30 pregame, so it's uh, should be a fun couple yep. days. And I guess you get Sunday off now, Tom. Well, I'll still end up be doing something, but yes, it, it's going to be a fun yes. weekend. Every, everybody should enjoy it. Very good, uh, Tom. Yep. Appreciate it, and we will talk to you next week. Sounds good. See y'all. All right, all right, See buddy. You, take care. That's Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette.